Hello, everyone. Welcome to Triple T Thursday. Shelly coming at you, and I have a special guest today. We are here today with Mahat Mama over here to my... Oh, did I do it? Do, oh, yes, I did it to the correct side. Oh, I can tell you almost every single time I point to the wrong side, but I'm so glad that you're here. First of all, first of all, Mahat Mama is an interesting username, so I feel like I need you to, one, introduce yourself, but then, two, tell everybody how you came up with that username. Well, I, uh, yes. So yeah, I, Mahat Mama, I think it's funny. It's actually a deep cut Simpsons joke um, from, I think, episode, oh, I don't know what episode, uh, but uh, one of the earlier seasons. And uh, Apu just kind of offhand calls Manjula Mahat Mama. And I loved it. So I was like, that is me. I'm Mahat Mama now i love that i love it so much that it's also a deep cut from the simpsons like i was not expecting that do you watch the simpsons yeah i do i yes i am obsessed that's yes i oh my wrote, gosh. wrote many papers on the simpsons <laughs> wait, wait what do you mean by papers what do you mean by that like i wrote like college papers on the political like thing of like the Simpsons and different like sociology papers, things like that. I just related it, everything to the Simpsons. That was my, uh, that was what I did. That's amazing. <laughs> I have, I don't think I've ever heard that the cultural phenomenon that comes from the Simpsons, because if you think about it, they have been around for so long, right? We're talking like the eighties with Tracy Ullman show. Right. And like the, which let that be a lesson to everyone about like post your first drafts about even if they're ugly. Cause if you've seen those animation, they're nothing like they look now, but um, that's no. so fascinating. I love that. Okay. So we have to play a very important game. Do you know what the game is? Is it the drinking game? It is. Oh yes, it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> you totally nailed it. All right. So everyone out there, we like to play a little game at the very beginning of every show. And that's going to be what's in your cup. So this is where you tell us what's in your cup. We'll start with you since you're the guest. Oh, Lord. What do you got for us today? I have water. H to the O. All right. That's 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 fancy. That. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Stone. What kind of water? Drinking water. What kind of water uh, is it? I do Dasani. Dasani. I know. I, I like Dasani. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Gotta hydrate. I love how you say that as if like you're embarrassed that it's Dasani. I don't know. Is Dasani a good one or a bad one? I feel like it's good. It's good. I I, I don't know. I know there was some like questions on TikTok if it was or wasn't, but I believe that I, I like it. So it's it's my water. Water of choice. Okay. Yes. I feel like people are very particular about their water sometimes, right? Because you see some of those snobs and then they're like, I only drink Fiji or I only drink Voss or, you know, like yeah. Poland Springs, whatever it is. All right. So I'm double fisting today. <laughs> so to, in this one, we have the usual with the coffee, right? Because I'm a Seattle girl. And in this one, we've got a new flavor of sparkling ice. Usually it's the strawberry lemonade. Today it's pink grapefruit. So that's the double fist today. And crowd out there, if you're here and listening, let us know what's in your cup. Pixel P is here and she says, as always, coffee and Dutch can jam. Hey Dave, he says water as well. Is it Dasani? Is it Dasani? <laughs> is it? Oh, let us know. Jonathan Gatson says strawberry kiwi juice. All right, strawberry kiwi juice. That sounds good. Okay. So we have a very interesting show for you today. We're going to talk about a subject that may be a little bit more taboo for some. We're going to be talking about OnlyFans. So 
Mahatma, do you want to tell us what is OnlyFans? And uh, for for some people, if maybe they don't know what OnlyFans is, do you want to like tell us what OnlyFans is? Okay, yeah, it's literally just a platform where you can get paid to create content. Um, so that is actually what it is. There are a lot of misconceptions about it, and people think it is all pornography, and it is not. So, um, but either way, there is a, it's a place to get paid for what you make, and I love it. <laughs> now, I know that there were some, um, yes, I know that there's some common you know, or it could be a misconception that the only type of content that is on OnlyFans is going to be adult in nature. But I have found that that is not necessarily true. And I've found some instances where a lot of people are using OnlyFans for things such as it's a place where they can teach music lessons or singing lessons because they don't have to worry as much about copywritten music um, as much as like on a big platform like YouTube. Or I've seen stuff where it could be more medical or type of things where they won't get as much like censure, you know, as on some of these other platforms that would take your videos down. I've also seen people doing just um, treating it like a Patreon. So would you say that, um, you know, you've seen some other people using OnlyFans content in that similar type of way? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, you, whenever you create an OnlyFans, you make, you make it what it is. You create your audience, you create your content. So I have seen people have like a lawnmower show or something ridiculous that sounds ridiculous to maybe me or you or like, oh, a, oh, a lawnmower show. But that sounds great to somebody who is talking about lawnmowers and has good information to give. So I could imagine it could be something because even something like that could almost be classified as um medically gory or gross, potentially dangerous acts. If you're talking about like in the blades and the, you know, weed whacker and like all of the things that can happen. And you're talking about like either, you know, riding lawnmowers or like the big weed whackers with like this, like that could be potentially dangerous acts. <laughs> and that's yeah. the sort of thing that could fall into some of those um, like weird categories on YouTube where it could possibly be taken down or demonetized. So um, I find that interesting. Okay, so we we're, we're one, we're gonna establish, it's just another video is it mainly video or there are some pictures or is it just oh, mainly video? Yeah, like it is, um, it, it looks a lot like Twitter um, and it operates the same pretty much. You can have, it, it, I call it my like adult Instagram is what I say. Oh, okay. Um, and all I did was monetize my thirst traps. Like I would make jokes and just post myself in like a bikini or something and then I had people being like, I would pay for that. And you were so doing this already on Instagram. Yeah, on the for regular free. Instagram. <laughs> you were for giving away free. all the goods for free. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm sitting here being like, bro, if you're like doing this stuff just for fun on Instagram, you could be getting paid to do it on OnlyFans. Interesting. Interesting. Just for being in a bathing suit. <laughs> so, how did you even discover OnlyFans? How did you like hear about it and be like, oh, this sounds like a platform that I need to be on? Or, and like, why would you choose it versus, you know, maybe um, not continuing on Instagram or not continuing on, you know, like a YouTube or something like that? I, um, well, I found out about it from the normal way, which is people being like, oh, they have an OnlyFans. And then the, you know, demonization that happens to women that, ha you know, in general. And um, so I hadn't really thought about it. 
And then, you know, I, lo and behold, I didn't realize that I was apparently sitting on gold, which is me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, have uh, you seen me? This face is a moneymaker. Thank you. Uh, all right, then I'll do this. And I get to be really creative. I mean, um, I make music videos, so I get to use my videography background, my weird like performance background. I get to act. It's fun. You know, I get to do my own music video and tell a story and uh, tell the story of what chronic illness is. So. Let's talk about chronic illness a little bit because you actually have had some chronic illness stuff. You're going through some stuff now and you've had some stuff in the past, right? And so you've had quite an unfortunate series of events when it comes to your health. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? And maybe that's a little bit some of the reason why you decided to go into OnlyFans because it's easier to maybe do at home than going out to some of these other places. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um so I grew up sick. Um, I have uh, a liver disease, and so that affects my, you know, everything, my autoimmune system, whatever. Um, and then whenever I was 25, I had a cerebral aneurysm and had two brain surgeries. And now I am dealing with my boobs, fixing the situation that is at hand. Um, so. I've lived it my whole life and people never really understood and still don't understand what chronic illness is. Um, and so I wanted to be able to show exactly what it is. And it doesn't mean that you can't do anything. It just means that you have to really listen to your body. And that is, I, this is how I'm able to do it. I'm able to make money, listen to my body and take care of it and do what needs to be done. There's also a million cats and animals around here, sorry. No, I love it. I personally love it. Let's, um, Discord for Creators, Keely is saying, Sitting on Gold is another OnlyFans channel. <laughs> That's the name of a perfect OnlyFans channel. <laughs> BRB, I will be right back. <laughs> Jonathan Gatson says, only for the fans, LOL. <laughs> Hey. Hey. <laughs> now, I think it's um, an interesting choice because I know that you had said that one of the things with dealing with chronic illness is you can't always have predictability when it comes to what days you feel good, what days you have energy, and what days you don't. And being able to be on OnlyFans has kind of made it easier for you to work around that where you can make content when you're feeling better and then you can kind of back off when you're not feeling as good. And I, I would find that that probably makes you feel a lot more comfortable because going to like a nine to five job, they don't really always take that well into a uh, just come in when you feel better type of attitude. No, I mean, this is there's actually a large disability community in like this aspect of work because a lot of women that find themselves sick, we have a bunch of med medical bills and we can't hold a job like a mm, traditional nine to five job because of what it means, you know, th they're not gonna let me leave to go to a doctor's appointment. They're not gonna let me do that. Um, and when I'm not feeling well, you know, that's, that's not gonna happen either. So what I'm able to do by being a content creator is bank my content whenever I'm feeling good enough and then release it in you know stages and so then i have a steady 
amount of income coming in, whereas, you know, I'd just be scrambling. So, yeah. Or possibly <laughs> not have a job, right? And yeah. one of the things is like a lot of the time it can become almost like this whole family event or like you have to have the support of the people because you're, you don't want to be in constant fights with people who might also be in the same house about what kind of content you're making or the fact that you're making it. Would you say that you have a supportive network in place? Like your husband is on board with this or were there any reservations with that? No, he is on board. Um, we had discussed it. This was anything that I... I specifically do is always a discussion with my husband because we are just a weird Morticia and Gomez kind of couple. Uh, but he was supportive. He was like, you know, he had some things to get get through, but he really loves that I'm getting to be creative. I'm having fun. I'm making money. And he's proud of me. And now he gets to see it and be like, this is really neat. He gets to see my my end product and it's neat. So I, I'm proud of what I do. I like what I do. That's nice. Now you also have started a Twitch channel, right? Where you're actually doing video gaming type stuff with your yes. family. Is that correct? So now the, the rest of the family has also caught the bug. Is that right? Uh, I have had a Twitch channel for uh, almost a, almost a, coming up on a year. And uh, yeah, I started gaming just to show that you could literally be anyone and game and all the cool things that you can do with gaming so uh yeah i stream with my husband and then my friend boy roy who is also like uh, one of my buds in the xbox world and we just all have a good time i love it <laughs> you're almost yet your one year twitch anniversary. That's so exciting. And you found that it's a lot more, you said you started that originally to be able to hang out with your son. Is that correct? Well, I started it to honestly just show what it was to be able to like, to show a mom gaming, to be like, this is how you play poorly. <laughs> this is, this is how you would play video games with your mom. And it's completely fine. You know, um, and I started playing video games and taking an interest in them more because of my son and my husband. And then that's whenever I just really got into it because I saw that I could, I could be there for that. Because I can't be involved in sports. I can't be outside with a lot of medications. I can't be, I can't live my life the same way. So this way I'm able to bond with my family and yeah, I can do that from a hospital bed. So I think that's great. That is nice. That's kind of like you really finding inventive ways to be able to stay home, but also make money. So now, as opposed to going out and getting one of these jobs, are you able to make enough money? Are you like uh, even satisfied with how much money that you're making and contributing to the, or is it way more than you ever thought or way less or about the same? Uh, it's, um, <clears throat> uh -oh. sorry, oh, excuse oh, me. Oh, <laughs> This is where she's like, I've been sitting on gold and it's uh, a honeypot, so. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, it's done It's done a lot better than I thought it would. Um, I am very happy and pleased with it. I actually, I don't have a lot of fans because I curate my community. So, like, you have to be vetted to be there. And so... Um, I have, I have a good thing going with that and 
I'm I'm still kind of like, wow, I can't believe people like my stuff because I am just getting to be a creative person and I'm video editing and getting to do cool camera angles and shots and neat stuff. Let me put this comment up on the screen real quick. Keely from Discord for Creator says, I love that you're showing all of these different facets of yourself as a full woman through your content. Little like, little emoji with the, <laughs> with the little, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Thanks, with baby. The, with the bicep curl. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, super mom, yeah. super yeah. woman, all that good stuff, right? No, and I think that's such a, a great thing right there. You're like, People are complicated, women are complicated, and we are multifaceted. And I, I feel like there is, like you said earlier, there's kind of that stigma when it comes to, like, you can be a mom or you can be a woman, but don't be too much of a woman. Don't be, like, too sexy. Don't be too anything. You know, too much of anything is just always just way too much. And have you found that you've had some people, I, I like how you said that you vet your community, so you can filter out some of the assholes who have to say some of these things to you. So what's your vetting process look like when you're creating and cultivating this warm culture of like supporters? Um, I have a welcome message. And if the person is, you know, doesn't like the welcome message and or has an issue with it, then I just kick them out. Because <laughs> um, you basically, when, so when somebody subs to you, you can send them a message and it's basically like a, you can send them a rules list like, hey, this is how I operate my thing. And so if there's any kind of negative anything, I can just boot you out. And I don't I don't share what my thing is either because I like to have just a special layer now. Um <laughs> Cause it can get weird out there in the wild west. I'm telling you what. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. <laughs> OnlyFans has really good protection that like, honestly, I'm really sad that a lot of platforms don't because um, OnlyFans you can block by IP address. And that's something that as a creator, we all would love to be able to block by IP address because I mean, when somebody's making all those alt accounts, you know, um, but I've specifically used that, you know, that feature and had it work out great. And I love it. I mean, I feel the safest on that platform than any other platform. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Would you say that how, how else, like, what do they do to protect you in terms of safety or what makes you feel like the most secure and safe over there? Whenever you have an OnlyFans account, um, you have to sign up with, you know, your, with an... You have to sign up and there's a little bit more of, I would, I would call it more of a vetting process than there is with like Instagram or anything like that. Um, I know as a creator, you know, I had to put in special information. Um, but I also know that because OnlyFans is the way it is, that a lot of people will not follow you there. So. Do you mean you know. because of the extra layers of protection and safety? Um, yeah, and, and because a lot of people are afraid of OnlyFans. Like, they really they really dehumanize anybody that's on there. And it's like, it's not bad. <laughs> it's really a neat platform, and I like it. So, haven't had any issues, and I get paid, so. How do they pay over there? Because, um, you know, YouTube has their creator program. And so, for you, like, when it is on OnlyFans, people are signing up for, like, a monthly thing? Or, like, they pay for a quarter, and then, like, you get, like, a certain percentage or how does that work for people who are new to OnlyFans? Like what's their creator payout structure look like? Well, I would say it's 
different for every woman or man or anyone um, because they can decide how they want their income to come in. So like uh, you can have it set for subs. So then, you know, you get monthly and then also you make tips. So you can have like an account that is, uh, you know, free where you don't have um, like mine, you have to sub. It's a $5 sub, but like you have to be subbed. And then uh, for visibility and stuff, you can do more of a open account. But um, I don't know. I forgot. I just lost it. Oh, it's okay. You've had brain damage. It's, it's totally cool. Yeah, it's it's the brain damage. <laughs> Leave me alone. No, I but, know. Oh, yeah, that's why, um, That's always, it's like always an easy out. I'm like, dude, I've had it. brain surgery. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like. I got it. <laughs> I had a brain aneurysm. I don't know. It's a little fuzzy right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> but, uh, so we're going to do a little palate cleanser here for just one second. So first of all, people in the chat, can we get some like round of applause or little clappies over here from a hot mama? We're going to run a little quiz for all of the people out in the chat. And I was t um, talking with you beforehand, but I have a friend, Jessica Stansberry, and she is kind of like from the Midwest. And she had said in an Instagram story, this is where I was following her. She was saying that um, people miscommonly pronounce Appalachian and that it's technically Appalachian and she's like and it drives us a little batty and she's like I know it sounds funky but if you're over here people will want you to say Appalachian and if you say it the other way they're gonna look at you a little funny and be like that's not how you say it so I was trying to confirm or deny so we're gonna start with can you confirm or deny that it should be pronounced Appalachian versus Appalachian I can strongly confirm that. <laughs> that it should be Appalachian. That it should be Appalachian. I can so strongly confirm that, yes. And the reason why I knew that I could ask you is because it says Desi Appala Appalachian in your Twitter profile or somewhere. And I was just like, there's no way that you wouldn't have an opinion then on the pronunciation if you literally have it in your handle. So will you tell us a little bit, if you know, why do people always mess that one up like so much? I really don't know. It's like people don't know that West Virginia is a completely different state, state than Virginia a lot of times too. So that that I don't get. I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I really don't understand Appalachian because I think it looks the way it should come out, but I don't know. I, I grew up here. I, I'm a bias. I'm biased. Yeah. No. I, it's just funny because I'd always, all my life, called it Appalachian. Appalachian Mountains, Appalachian Range, yeah. Appalachian whatever, you know? And when she said that in her Instagram story, I was just like, what? And and so I remember like that sticking out like a sore thumb. And I'm like, well, I'm certainly not going to say that around here and have everyone be like, what are you? Well, not that it comes up very often, but like, what are you saying? <laughs> but I knew when I saw it in your profile, I was like, I have to ask her. I have to ask. I must know. I must know. How do you say it? <laughs> and, I'll let is, you know. What is Desi Appalachian? What does that mean? Um, so Desi means that I am like Indian. I'm like a Indian diaspora. So I'm from New Delhi, India, uh, but grew up in America. And uh, so I'm Indian and Appalachian. So yeah, I am adopted from New Delhi, India and transplanted to Appalachia. So ethnically I'm Indian, 
but culturally, culturally. I'm yeah, these, they're different. Okay, no, it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect. First of all, yeah. um, in in the audience here, I have to ask: Did you have it as Appalachian or Appalachian? Like, which way do you say it, or that you know it? So you you got to put. Phonetically. Desi Appalachian. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so anyone out there, you guys got to put how you would say Appalachian or um, now Appalachian. So I'm just curious. So <laughs> now when it comes to OnlyFans, would you say that the majority of the creators are female versus like male? Like if you had to put a guesstimate on, on that, do you think you have any idea? Like, is it way more trending one versus the other? Mm, I haven't seen the statistics on it, um, so I wouldn't know how to answer that. But I know that, I mean, I, I know the same amount of people that have an OnlyFans that are men. Um, but I do know that, you know, it's more, I see more women, my are I don't know, young women like that have one. So I'm not sure. I haven't really like joined a OnlyFans community group there yet. I'm just kind of doing my own thing and seeing what happens. So do you feel like you're part of a community, like a learn like a creator community over there, kind of like you see on, on YouTube, or is it something that you like find is lacking? Or like how how's the support been as as like a creator? Like where do you go to learn like when you're learning and doing it for yourself? Um, I honestly, you just learn it. You, you have to, I didn't know how to do it. I had to learn the whole platform myself. Um, there's not really a lot of help, but it is pretty straightforward. Um, however, if you are starting an OnlyFans or something like that, it's good to have somebody that has already done one before that you can right. ask questions. Yeah. Cause yeah. You need some help. <laughs> exactly. And I, I would think just like when you're learning to do YouTube and you, you, you know, you're looking around for people to help you understand, like, what are the mechanics? How do you get paid? Like, how often should you be posting? Like, how do you set up rules and make sure that you're safe? I would feel like there is a huge need for that because you want to make sure you're doing it safely. You want to make sure you're doing it like correctly. You want to make sure, I don't know, do you just have all these safeguards in place? And I was like, I hope that there is someone out there kind of like taking someone or like some sort of education, taking someone by the hand and being like, if you're going to do this, let's do it like safely and smartly. I don't know. <laughs> like I feel like I'm trying. I hope, I, I hope it's I out there. Trying. No, that's why I'm so, so glad that you're on because I, I want people, if you're going to do it, like do it smartly. Just like if you're going to do YouTube, you know, learn, you know, and, and see there's, yeah. there are all sorts of things you should, shouldn't do. I want you to know here, I'm going to put some up on the screen. Hold on. It says discord. She said, uh, Keely says, all fest to having it wrong, but I'm learning a ton today. So mind blown emoji. So you've got one, you got the Canadian changing her enunciation, pronunciation. And uh, Pixel Pia says, though, I never said it one way or the other because, you know, I only said it in Swedish. <laughs> but now you know how to say it. <laughs> there you and go. Dutch Can Jam says, I'd say it as Appalachian. And Jonathan Gadsden says Appalachian because I'm not from there. See, now that you know better, we're going to do better, right? Appalachian because I'm, uh, let's see here. And we've got Mahat Mama's next channel. Uh-huh. Teaching only fans as creators. Would you ever consider teaching up and coming people who want to get onto the platform how to only fans? Yeah, I have actually done that um, already for many I would say many. I would say some. I think five is many. So uh, that for is many a lot. women, for as 
like I just started it in February and um, I have wanted to help other women do that because I mean there really is a lot of freedom in it and as long as you have the support and the go-ahead then yeah you should totally be thinking about this because it's a great way to make money off of just posting yourself in a bathing suit <laughs> oh so we're not even okay bathing suit hmm. oh yeah like right. there's feet people oh i mean i would assume just like on youtube there's every kind of people right there's people who yeah. probably like it if you dress up as harry potter characters and people who like it if you're only in swimsuits and people who like it if you only take pictures of your feet just like you said so yeah <laughs> all the things and you know discord for creators i'm sure keely would be more than happy to be like hey let's get you set up a discord let's get you set up with like a, a community where you can bring all these people together to start learning and <laughs> I do, do need to learn Discord. So, oh my God, you got to talk to Keely. Keely helped me set up mine, and um, she can get it all set up with all kinds of like, like rules and bots oh and things. God. Like, um, you want go talk to Keely. She'll she'll help I you will. set up all that. Yeah, I will pass you her information later. Keely, reach out to Mahat Mama. She needs help with. <laughs> and then let's see. Glenn Webb says, "NB my bestie, you rule, girl." Do you know Glenn Webb? Yes, he's a good he's a good friend. <laughs> he's like, here I am. Here I am. So <laughs> I'm here. I am here. You rule. You rule the Sweet day. angel. You know what though? I think that's a great thing if you're looking for another stream of income. And you know how I always talk about well, maybe you don't. I always talk about having multiple slices of revenue pie for your overall, you know, income. And it seems like one, if you can identify a huge hole in the market, which might be education on how to get up and running with OnlyFans. And it seems like you have some expertise or knowledge in that area and you want to help shepherd and guide people through it. Could be something from your own experience where you help people through that and you could also be rewarded financially, right? Yeah, I might do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dutch Can <Jim> says, <laughs> that's funny, Dave. Only Discord with Keely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Pixel P, this is another rousing recommendation. She's saying learning Discord from Keely is the best way to do it. <laughs> and she says, um, thanks, gang. I'm here for all y'all. Oh, Glenn Webb says, chatting uh, with you from Bali at 6 a.m. Bali sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm sure it's so picturesque. You could have many, many pictures, beautiful pictures of you in a swimsuit in Bali. I would go I know. to take a, a picture in a swimsuit. I wouldn't post it, but <laughs> I, I, I want to do that. I so want to do that. So, so you just actually touched on something there, though. You said you just someone in a swimsuit. So it also comes back to you don't have to make it as racy um, if you don't want to. I mean, it and or, you know, it could just be a community of like minded people. So like the lawnmower person or something like that. Have you had any really cool, fun stories of like just um, other communities that you've seen get set up where you're like, I would not have thought of that. Like maybe a Simpsons. You know what? I would consider doing like a, an OnlyFans for like friends lovers, like where we just oh, go yeah. through every episode of friends and just talk about like were they on a break? Is Ross in the oh, wrong? Yeah. Does this show still hold up? I would also consider doing that as just a podcast by itself because I just, I used to love Friends. I would, I would watch the entire series like front to end, like at least once a year. Like I had the box sets of extended versions. Oh like I would totally get down with either some sort of like podcast or like I would throw it on an OnlyFans and be like, let's talk Friends. 
friends all day long. <laughs> but like, anyways. All friends. All friends all the time. <laughs> all friends all the time. Only baby. friends. Only friends. Only friends. There's Only friends. a gif of that too. And it's oh, one of my up. favorite gifs. Yeah. I love it. You know, totally. I'd be like, oh, only friends. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we got one. It says, Pixel P. <laughs> she says, fat Swedish 64-year-old in a bikini. Hmm, maybe not. Well, you had me no. until the <laughs> maybe not. But, like, I'm sure there's a community for that, too. Right? Because oh. I'm sure there are people out there who, like, um, you know, ladies who are about to have a baby. And there are people, like, only older than certain ages you know what i mean so, so this is really the um a side thing of it that happened is that i started feeling better about myself um because i realized that uh i think men don't really care as much as women think really men do not care as much about what you look like as you think well, I, I mean, think women are way harder on themselves i think than some of the men looking at them are right mm -hmm. like, yeah so because men are some okay not to categorize all of you guys out there yeah. okay but I, I feel like in general speaking in generalities okay yeah men are just happy to be at the party <laughs> like they're, they're just, just like, happy I'm, to be invited yeah, here you're like i'm here you know I, they're like you want to show me a swimsuit and you're 64 great you want to show me a swimsuit and you're 34 great i'm happy i'm happy to be here thanks for inviting me to the party you know and i feel yeah. like women are the ones who are like oh but like got these roles where I shouldn't or whatever else it is you know they're a lot more critical yeah and like when you start seeing your body more you end up to be like yeah that's my body it's a cool body and I like it so it helps me with my like chronic illness and not hating my body mentally kind of thing so you could also keep it as almost like a video diary of like what did my body look like uh, in this year or this month or especially if you're going through medical treatments or if you're going through different things like that that's what I do is I, I call it my uh, my strip diary. So mm. because it's literally all I do. So yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, I've seen some people who, you know, let's say they put on 30 pounds uh, because of the panini that we're in or they're on a fitness journey to lose the 30 pounds that they've put on from the panini. And so even something like being able to go back, um, like documenting your fitness journey or something like that, that could be really powerful for a lot of people who have either the body dysmorphia or aren't used to seeing themselves in the new way in a new body and really being like, look at where I was or look at my face then, or, you know, look at whatever, even if in yeah. a swimsuit or not. <laughs> it's amazing. That's one of the reasons why I did it too, is I wanted to be like, you know, I don't know what my body is going to look like in the future because we don't know, nobody knows, but I want to preserve it now, you know, like just show it, be like, you know what, this is what it looked like at this point and 34, that's, it's pretty good. So I'll take it, you know? It reminds me a little bit. I don't know if you ever uh, watched Sex in the City way yes. back in the day when it was on HBO where Samantha takes like photos of herself and then like frames them to be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm this hot and I'm never, you know, I'm only ever going to be older. So I'm going to like freeze frame it and be like, dang, I was hot or something like that. Right. I mean, it's it's like that That's kind of moment. That's what I did. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> dang, I'm hot. Look at me. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, oh, there you go. There you go, girl. So whenever I'm like, whatever whenever I am going through recovery of treatment and whatever, I can look at that and be like, I, I still, I can get back to that. And, you know, cause whenever you're going through illness, it can just be a really dark place. So it's a good way to deal with it, I guess, if you're weird like me. 
<laughs> Hold on one second here. Discord for creators. Keely says, I just Googled to find a New York Times article which explained to me that Panini is shorthand for the nickname for the pandemic. And I just want you to know that I'm learning so much. It hasn't stopped over here. And yeah, maybe if you're newer and you don't realize, yes, Panini means pandemic. And the reason why a lot of people also started using it is because like if you used the other word that it stands for, that a lot of times your videos would either get hit with like, misinformation, you get like the little medical information banner, you could get um, demonetized. I mean, I could get demonetized for throwing around the F-bomb, but you know what I'm saying? Like they were trying to reduce reasons why they would get demonetized or like hit with the little medical information banner. So Keely, for you, we're here for you in your educational, <laughs> in your journey. Yes, so, we are. <laughs> now I'd love to know, what would you want people to like kind of take away from being on OnlyFans or like exploring that, like, is there any like reasons to do it, reasons not to do it, or just like general things that you want people to take away from it or share? Um, the thing about it is that no, <laughs> I go no. Um, I mean, I love it. I I've said it already. Is that the you make it what it is, so you can make it a cool community and live your best life there. And I think it's a really neat opportunity if that's something you're interested in. Uh, I think I love Keely it. would say the same about Discord, right? It's, it is kind of what you put into it, the community that you build over there and what you allow and don't allow and working within the confines of the rules, regulations and safety measures, stuff like that. Like it really, it doesn't have to be this scary thing. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be something also that you're ashamed of. Like, and I feel yeah. like there has been a lot of that stigma, like you kind of talked about, like, you know, before it was always like, oh, she has an OnlyFans or he has an OnlyFans or, and now are you finding that like that tide is shifting? It's a little bit more like accepted or is it still kind of like, ooh, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about Bruno over here. It's still that. It's still the, we don't talk about Bruno thing. Um, really? I would think now th of all, like, like I remember. So what was, what was the cash me outside girl? Uh, the oh god bad yeah. whatever it is or something yeah and I remember um, so her the day that she turned 18 I think she launched an OnlyFans and then one of the people in like the hype house uh, I don't I don't think it's the hype house it's the um, the Jake Paul or the Logan Paul house one of those people one of those groups of people nope that's not it what was the one with uh, oh god David Dobrik he had this whole group of people there was a girl in that that also launched an OnlyFans and she had made on launch day, like millions, millions of dollars. And I think that mm -hmm. Cash Me Outside Girl made millions on her launch day. And yeah, um, so Bad like Barbie it, has made a bunch. Yeah, and so there was a whole bunch of people like really kind of talking about it and being like, you may be saying things, I'm making all this money. And, um, you know, and I felt like it really was injected into the main conversation though of today's media. Like all these people are making money, they're kind of doing what they want. But you're saying maybe it's still kind of we don't talk about Bruno. Yes, um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity around it. Still, uh, depends on where you are. I would say also um, the older generations are not as cool about it. Um, mm. But anybody that's like pretty much mentally forty or under is fine. <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of the when you said thirst traps and, and being in swimsuits anyway. Honestly, the first thing that popped into my head was actually like all these TikTokers. They're like 20. They're dancing around in bikinis. Honestly, they're they are. And 
the TikTok creator fund for what they're making on, on these, you know, videos, which I'm sure is probably not at all what you'd be making in terms of like OnlyFans um, type of money. Like if you're just going to be dancing around in your bikini top anyway, why wouldn't you do it maybe behind the paid paywall of like OnlyFans and make a whole bunch of money? Now, are you ever afraid that people will take or steal your content and put it anywhere else? Is that kind of um, one of the built-in safety things? No, I'm, I don't worry about that because I um, know it's probably going to happen because that's the way the nature internet, that that's just the way the internet is. Now, they do make it to where it's harder to screenshot and things like that. You can't, there are things in place. Um, but I don't get worried about it because I would say that I'm proud of my content and like I think what I'm doing is neat and I think it's powerful and good. So well, I have you're no also shame not making in it. like adult content like with other people and like more sexually. Yeah. Yours is more like music videos dancing around and like yes. you said bathing suits. So even if it did yeah. people would just be like, Wow, she's really pretty <laughs> with great yeah, hair. They're gonna but be fully like, clothed oh. or in a swimsuit. Okay. Yeah. Um we have a question here. Keely says, I'm gonna put it up here. What is the biggest challenge um, that you have faced in creating your OnlyFans content? Mm. I would say time constraints because I have so many good ideas um, and how I want my things to look is very professional because I had professional training so I know how it should look. I don't, Tell me and about I your have professional a, training. What kind of professional training you talk about? Because I think you have uh, a really great history, right? Um, yeah, I learned a lot at Marshall University, and uh, I did a lot of, um, man, I did broadcast there, I did print, I loved to do production, I was with WMUL, uh, the radio station, so I'm really getting to use all of the things that I learned in college from 10 years ago, and well, 15 years ago. Oh God. And, um, being able to use it now and it makes me feel good. So I like it. And I think you just hit on something that I, I did want to like, it's not just like struggling people who are trying to get, like, we're talking like we're making beautiful films or using skills that I learned in college or, you know, all this stuff. It's still getting to flex and use a lot of it. Plus you said stuff like I'm making content calendars. I'm, you know, planning out my content. I want it to look professional. This sounds like YouTube. You know, this yeah. sounds like, um, well, content creation on any platform, whether it would be, you know, Vivo or, you know, TikTok or whatever. So it's not really that even that the content is that different or the, the process of creating content is that different. It's just you've chosen a separate platform to distribute your content, right? Would you kind of say, because like you could put it on YouTube, but you probably would get hit with a copyright claim for the music that you might be doing. Um, you may or may not get hit with maybe um, the the swimsuit being a thing, but there's tons of people dancing around in swimsuits on, on YouTube as well too, right? So it's just like, but you just chose OnlyFans as your distribution strategy for it. Is that kind of correct? And you and you did that because you felt safer and you had more safeguards and you make more money. Is that kind of all correct? Yeah. I, um, and I had researched it a lot before I started it. Like I, it was, you know, something I didn't just rush into. And that's something that, uh, anybody should think about if they're going to do any sort of content creation. Um, you really need to think about it as a business and put that effort into it. Um, so that's, 
No, I'm not good at this. I totally get it. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You guys, everyone tell her that she's doing great. Tell her like you're doing great in the chat, but you're doing great. Uh, stop. I'm trying over here. You stop. You're doing fantastic because I could also see, I think I, I know someone who does um, like tr drone photography type videos and stuff like that, but um, a lot of times she's in a swimsuit, you know, so if she was also trying to teach people how to do droning and you know hanging out in a swimsuit or video editing type stuff that's the type of thing like she could totally be on OnlyFans because like she could get dinged for demonetization for being in a swimsuit too so if like sometimes it just is safer whether it is like I don't know you're yeah. selling swimsuits and you're doing like you know it could be anything like I could almost see like a like a, a swimsuit company having an OnlyFans where they have different people come in and model the swimsuits because I feel like they could get hit all the time, whether it's on Instagram or on YouTube for, you know, the type of content, depending on the swimsuit. Like, just for instance, there could be swimsuits that have like the thong, you know, yeah. back. But if they turn around, all of a sudden YouTube is going to ding them and possibly get taken off the platform. But it's what that swimsuit is, you know, and that's that's what it looks like. And so like if you're also a swimsuit company trying to sell that product, um, I feel like you can be on OnlyFans, have pictures of the the swimsuits, and not get away with it, but like have more leniency on like what is like what your product is. Or if you were, I mean, you could stick in the OnlyFans type of territory. Like, what if you're some company? I have seen this on YouTube who's done sponsorships or videos about like adult toys or adult things. Like, you're gonna get tossed off the platform really, really quickly. Whereas opposed to on an OnlyFans, maybe you're giving tutorials about like how you know, what it is, how you use something, and that's never gonna fly, it seems like, on YouTube, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for some really cool content there, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good, I like it. You've got some people here, uh, they're saying, uh, only fan creators, just like YouTube creators, right? OF creators, just like YT creators, and, and in fact, I would just say, you know, content creators, it's just, you know, there's, we're all content creators, right? Um, and okay, so Dave saying you're doing awesome. Pixel PS says you're doing fantastic. Here, let me put some of these up. Uh, <laughs> I put these on screen. You gotta get them all. Glenn Webb oh. says I'm biased, but yup. And Dutch Kingdom <gasps> says I'm learning lots. Jonathan Gatson says you're doing great. And Keely says, dude, I am enthralled and I'm serious that I'm learning stuff. <laughs> and then Jonathan Gatson says, don't worry. And then Glenn said, idea alert, contact swimsuit companies for OnlyFans content. I am trying to, actually. Actually, so. that's a great idea. No, I, I don't know if you're, um, you, you contact all the, you know, the swimsuit companies and be like, I have an OnlyFans and, you know we should partner up so that your swimsuit show up on me whilst I am doing my videos. Yes, I know. And then I'm like, you can probably take some suitable for the internet, uh, like photos for your Instagram or whatever to encourage yeah. people to, exactly <laughs> he says, cha-chillin or cha-ching. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do, buddy. I'm, I'm out here hustling, trying to do my best, but it's one of those things that like, when you look at it and you look at modeling, and you look at the uh, the culture that's around in modeling, there's a lot of toxic stuff. Like you remember like the agents and all that kind of stuff. I'm able to get gigs just from my OnlyFans. Like I did a cool collaboration with Eve Six, the oh, 90s the band. band. Yeah. I remember you posting something about that in your Instagram story or something like that. And I was like, dude, Inside Out was used to be like one of my favorite songs, yes. Yeah, like I got to do a collab with them with them and thank you Max. Shout out. 
Um, but because, you know, they liked my stuff and they thought I ha he thought I was talented and whatever. So And so they know. found your content from OnlyFans. Uh, I gave it to them and said, Hey, I want to do this whole thing with my aneurysm story and talking about how it's all in my head and I'd like to oh, use Oh my gosh. It's so good. And I was like, yo, what do you think? And Max was like, I think that's awesome. And I was like, okay, I love cool. that. So he, yeah. And he, he's a wonderful person. So love that's him. such a good one. I mean, if you can find those different inroads with like different bands or stuff like that, and two, to have them be open-minded enough to be like, that sounds good. Yeah. I like that because some people are a little bit more, um, uh, conservative when it comes to lending their name or credibility or whatever song and to, something like that they may feel like comes off as a little more progressive so kudos to eve six we're gonna have to give them a, a round of applause for for working with you on that i love that Yay. have you had any other like really awesome opportunities that have come out uh because of your work on OnlyFans? i would say uh they're they are still in the works but yeah th that sounds so. like something is coming down the pipe you, you gotta give us a little more than that like I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that <laughs> I will be doing some cool things. Um, I have to focus on my health first, but after that, I'm going to come back swinging. So that's awesome. There's, now my, know there's my man. Oh, hello. hello. <laughs> I know you said that um, one of the reasons that you got into this too was to cover like medical expenses, right? So you're able to work and um, on your own time, on your own schedule, and then be home for, you know, work and family life. Would you say that you have to work a lot more than like a normal nine to five, or you're really able to carve out your own schedule and kind of um, keep it to so many hours per week or? Um, I would say that I am able to cut things out and schedule my time so then you know i am going to be keeping up with social media because that's the way that's the nature of the beast at this point but um i can create all my content and bank it and have everything ready it's it's great it really does work for my schedule and then to be able to schedule around like doctor's appointments and then have money to pay for doctor's appointments because those are expensive so you know it's all good things. And I, I wanted to come and do this with you because I was like, I really am not ashamed of what I'm doing. And I just wanted to, you know, de-weaponize it because people would hang it over me and I'd be like, I'm not ashamed of it though. Have you seen it? It's funny. Like, I so. love that. And you know what, for anyone who's doing like the content where, you know, it's more adult in nature, if you're proud of it, and be proud of it, you know? And I feel like, like in California, it's a very big industry. Well, around the world, it's a very big industry. And if you're a willing participant and you like it and, and that's how you wanna make money, then like, fine. You know, and it's, it's difficult sometimes when I see other women be really, or men, be very judgmental of how others, people like decide to make money or live their life or use their bodies um, if they're willing and wanting to do it. It's, totally another thing if they're not willing and they're being forced to do it. But if you have the right mindset to be like, nope, this is what I want to be doing. And I like the money that I'm making. And this is how I spend. And I'm not ashamed. Then I feel like there should really stop being as much of like the shame, you know, the finger pointing, like you shouldn't do that. Or aren't you ashamed? Right. It's like, really like, shouldn't we be supporting each other with 
you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is it? If it's if you don't believe in it, don't buy a subscription to it. Don't do it yourself. Don't uh, you know? But like to shame someone else for how they want to live their life or spend their money or make their money, I think it's just like kind of a wrong type of thing. I don't know. Thoughts on that? Since you're kind of in that world, I would say yes, completely. There is so much like negative, uh, negative talk about it um and it's it's sadly like some of it does come from women and i i hate that because man i just want everybody to succeed and right. i don't and not everybody is going to make the same choices because we're all different people um but this is what's working for my family and i i like to make money whereas before this i was not you know i mean like this is great <laughs> so I just kind of feel like, uh, especially for all of those self-called feminists out there, it's it's not just feminism if, like, you know, <laughs> like it's only your way. It's like if a woman wants to decide to post music videos of herself wearing swimsuits and making money and she's not hurting you, I think that feminism is, like, supporting her and her choice to be able to do that. And I think that, like, some people sometimes need to take a step back from their high horse about that. That's my personal opinion on that. We're going to go to a question from the audience. Dutch Can Jam says, earlier you said fans are vetted. So if I understand correctly, when someone signs up for your OnlyFans, they are vetted before they have access versus Twitter, it's public platform. You just sign up with an email and you're in. You want to um, touch on that again briefly on the uh, on how you decide, you know, how you have people in your community or not? Yeah. So it, I'm still like getting it all down too, but I definitely have the welcome message whenever you subscribe because it unlocks all my stuff and so you get the welcome message and there you are and but to get to that point I'm not gonna I don't share my link on things often let's just say that because I want to be able to tell who people are kind of I, I never really know who people are necessarily unless they tell me um, but I want to be able to keep track of my fans and have them coming in, in, in stages. So then they're safe stages. You know what I mean? Does this make sense? It's like a whole siphoning thing. And I ask them questions to be so like, what do you think So if I went to OnlyFans though and I signed up, could I search like your name and I would find you and then I just sign up for your subscription? Would that mean I get access to everything or is there some other level of like yeah you may have signed up but you also have to agree to these rules and you have to like because um, is it otherwise just public and i can just sign up and be like okay here we go let's go see some like music videos uh you do have to put in all your card information so that's a big deterrent for a lot of people because to be on the platform you have to have it linked so a lot of people will be like no <laughs> um but yeah i mean uh you can do that, but I'm watching my stuff all the time. So I, you know, I keep a track on my community. I, I, I'm a, I'm a watchful warden. <laughs> Have you had any instances where you've had someone be like kind of inappropriate or leave? I'm assuming it's like you, you can leave comments on videos and stuff like that. Is that kind of how that works? Okay, so have yeah. you had anything where, like, someone has really tried to violate, like, I don't know, privacy or, like, boundaries where they leave some sort of comment where you had to yeet them from the community? 
Oh, I've yeeted someone. Yeah. Like yeah. They were, oh yeah. They yeet, they got yeeted real good. And on every platform, because they started harassing me on every platform I had. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's something that can happen, you know? And that was because I, I hadn't done the vetting yet. I thought it was like, oh yeah, you can just come hang. And no, you cannot just come hang. No, you don't get to just watch this show for free, baby. And I don't know you. So <laughs> that's fair now enough. I that's fair enough. Okay. Now you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> so yeah. Pixel Pia has a great comment. She says, women who look down on other women, it's often a cover for if only I had the courage to. Mm. Some of those people like saying the, the worst, nastiest things are rooted a little bit in jealousy. And I can totally, um, I would agree to that. And I think it's the same on every platform, whether it's YouTube or you know, Instagram or anywhere where someone has the courage to use or display their body how they want to. And there's a little bit of, or just make general um, content. There are a lot of people who are very angry about the fact that like other people choose to make content. And a lot of the time they always have excuses why they haven't or why they couldn't, or, you know, why then that person's content sucks. And it's really re like rooted in that deep jealousy of like, I'm just mad because I wish I could do that. So I'm gonna tear yours down. I don't know, Yeah, you, you kind of find that to be true? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, uh, where's yours? I don't, I don't see it. And that's, that's my, that's my reaction. And a lot because... of people always leaving like with the, the hateful comments with the, the no profile picture and the, yeah. right. Like the, <laughs> or like you go and you look on their Twitter and it's only like poking the bear, like being a troll on yeah. everyone's account. I'm like, oh, so you just have nothing else to do with your life. You're just that yeah. miserable and looking for any kind of negative attention. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, and I, from where I have done a good job with my community and, and cultivating it and stuff, everyone's really respectful. Like I say on my, on my like welcome messages, please be respectful and kind. So I actually have like a, a message that's like, you know, Hey, be cool. You know? Yeah, um, I've seen that now starting to pop up on live streams um, on on YouTube as well, where it says like um, some channels are able to set like rules, like three rules for the chat, you know, keeping it respectful or being able to like make up their own rules. And I think it's really important that um, that there either are some of those safeguards or I've seen it on Twitter where it's like a lot of people don't send messages that contain this type of language. You know, those kind of warnings are starting to come out. And I feel like so many people hide behind this anonymity and like having to sometimes be held accountable, take that extra second, at least, you know, be like, I acknowledge that I'm going to, you know, be respectful in this chat because it, then it's really easy to eat them. Be like, you said that you weren't going to name call. Here you are name calling, right? Or you said that you weren't going to do all these X, Y, and Z. And here you are doing X, Y, and Z. So now you got to go. You're getting needed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now you're gone. Now Bye. you're gone. Now you're gone. Bye. Well, you know what? This was an awesome conversation. We're about at the top of the hour. Is there anything that you really want to um, share with the group? Anything that you want to leave them with as a message or where can people find you? All that good stuff. Ah, um, I am just, thank you for having me here. And of course. Like, I really wanted a chance to just be like, yeah, it's not that bad. Can we be adults here? I mean... I'm in a bathing suit and uh, just doing weird music videos. So I love it. I uh, love what I'm doing. I am grateful if you even like me. I don't know why or how, but thanks for the support. Um, and I did want to do some shout outs because I Please. do have like. Please yeah. do. 
Here, uh, let me let me put you on screen and go 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 do your thing. Ah, uh, I wanted to shout out HHJ, Most Exalted, Xavier, Ramel, Attract Funding, Kim and Nick, of course, and my Twitter Spaces people, and Guaz, Stone, Gamer MD, Sumo, Diamonds, Raj Patel, Arbro, and OMG Mommy, and of course, oh, Boy Roy. Well done. That's my well That's done. My, that uh, was a that was a, a great list. Did you tell them that you were going to be on a live stream and you're like, tune in? I'm going to shout you all out. I love that. I did. I did. Oh, and I missed Courtney Craven, Grant Stoner. There we go. All right. Well done. Well done. So all to all of you people out there who are supporting Mahat Mama, kudos to you. Um, so let me also then why don't you tell people where they can find you? Obviously, they can they can search for you on OnlyFans or do you have to have a direct link? The only reason FYI people in the chat today or anyone watching this on replay that we're not linking to it, uh, well, besides you didn't necessarily want to, <laughs> was that um, last Saturday I did a live stream talking about rules and policies and whatnot. And one of the rules was linking to certain sites that may have the connotation of adult content, which could possibly, not probably, possibly get you in trouble. So right now we have links to all of your social media if they wanna follow you on Instagram and Twitter and Twitch. Those are all in the description down below, but if they were to search for you on, on this site, would they, would they find you or how would they find you? They won't, they have to be referred by me. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, so, okay, so I would say if you are interested in uh, swimsuits and uh, music videos, then you need to follow her on a social media and then maybe DM you. Is that kind of how that works? Okay, that's, see, that, that's the path. That's that's the pathway to do it. Okay, see? I know, I went all weird with it, but I'm, yeah. uh, hey, I, d I do what I got to do. So Whatever makes you feel safe, right? Dude, Yeah. I totally understand. All right, so... Everyone else in that's in the chat, make sure, can we get some round of applauses and some thumbs up on this video for Mahat Mama? Please go check her out on all of her socials and Keely, maybe help her set up her Discord so that she can teach other people about how to do OnlyFans. Sounds like a, a great match made in heaven there. <laughs> so we're gonna say thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you in an episode very, very soon. Hope you all have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, everyone. Say bye. <laughs> bye.